Christmas, my brothers, my brethren. Oh, hello. For the Bollocks podcast listeners, I'm wearing a Santa hat, just so you know. Yes. So uh, you, he is wearing you can Santa. wish that you were watching the video. This is really weird because you have the beard, <laughs> you have the hair, you have the Santa hat. Um but I have yeah. absolutely I have absolutely no no pull in the in the North Pole. I, I can't get you anything. So you can ask me for whatever you want. The guy won't talk to me. So Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because this year I've been naughty. So um <laughs> haven't we all? <laughs> so um, I'm I'm not getting shit from Santa. Um lump of coal, maybe. Anywho. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Sorry, we're just like having a chat here. So so I forgot about you lot out there. Um uh, welcome to um I, I don't know, we call it a festive bollocks, Christmas bollocks, or we just call it an episode, whatever number it is. Well, it's gonna end, it's gonna end up being the only way that this is actually Christmas related is probably because of my lighting scheme and my hat. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I mean, maybe maybe we can have some Christmas talk too, but I mean I don't I don't celebrate Christmas in the traditional sense because I'm not a Christian and it's not about Jesus and stuff. It's just, you know, yeah. Christmas is essentially putting up a tree and buying things for my daughter. That's it's it, it's it, the phrase happy holidays is is a is a favorite of mine. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. one of one of my favorites going way, way back, I think, series two or three of South Park. They do. They did a they did a, a Christmas special where with, with they thank you to- the Christmas poo. Uh, yeah, probably. I never found it particularly funny, but um, they what they did do was they drilled down into trying to discover the very essence and meaning of Christmas, and they did. It's presents. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they, yep. yeah, and, and, and the kids are like. So this is what it's all about. Yeah, it's about presents. It's about giving a present to somebody. And it was like, well, yeah, pretty much. It's you know, it's the festival of retail, isn't it? You got. Hershey's Festival of Chocolate, you know, in, um, <laughs> uh, in, in around April time, um, and now you know you've got the uh, winter winter retail festival. Um, I mean, over and- here, I don't know if you, I don't know if you have it over there, but over here, there's a thing called the War on Christmas, and it's Ooh. it's all conservative Christians who were who um, all who, who all claim that yeah. they're not allowed to say Merry Christmas. And then everyone else is trying to take all the meaning of Christmas away. And we're like, we're doing the same shit we've been doing for years. And nobody has said you can't say Merry Christmas. For for Fox News, see um, the Daily Mail over here. So basically, it would be the usual, a a town council in in, uh, Lower Stoft has been told they can't call it Christmas. It must be called a winter festival. What is wrong with this country? It's disgraceful. And then two days later, they print a an apology the size of a stamp on page eighty that says, "Yeah, that was all complete bullshit." As it yeah. turns out, yeah, um, yeah, it was total rubbish. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it's absolutely, it's this, it's right up there with fucking African wasps, right? They those fuckers. <laughs> those fuckers are, they, right, they're taking like ten years to get over here because they first advertised as arriving and killing us all about ten years ago. Yeah, uh, the motherfuckers have never shown up. No, I haven't seen them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that I do like. I do like it when people get out of their um, get out of their prams about it. They're like, you know, I'm, I can't say. Well, you just did. Yes, but what I'm saying, you know, what are you saying? Because it's not actually a thing. It's not true. It's not real. It's utter bullshit. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And that's, that's the problem over here, I think, is that people don't realize that using a term like ha- happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas is just trying to include everybody, which is apparently so w- what our country is supposed to be founded on over here, like bringing in the yeah. immigrants and including everybody. But as years have gone on, it's become no, 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 no. <laughs> this is this is white people country and you're in Christian country and that is it. But yes. uh but that's not yeah. really the country that I live in. It's just uh, the the minority of very loud people who uh, yeah. like to complain about that ship. Let's not dwell on that. Let's make I this think, a fun... I think we've already dwelled, mate. I think let's it's make too this late. A... I think the dwelling has taken place. <laughs> I'm saying let's make this a fun episode. Let's do a let's do a, a, a recap of the, all the great things that happened this year and the and and review well, some shit. One, there's only one thing to talk about, really. The greatest thing that happened this year. Which was? Obviously. Fucking Pantera have come back, isn't it? <laughs> I'm uh it's funny you should mention that because I, I I'm now go I'm gonna see them do this reunion thing. Of because course, I, because you are a Metallica baby, yeah. So I bought Metallica tickets for August over here. And honestly, that's the that was a, 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 a an interesting thing because the the whole idea of buying concert tickets for big shows over here now is a nightmare because you're always afraid that you're going to get there and they're 500 a thousand dollars a ticket yeah but i went on like the because they have the pre-sale for the metallica club and i went and decided to try to get the best of the cheapest tickets because i'm like i don't care i don't care if i'm close up i just want to be there it's two shows two different set lists and i went on i went on there and i got tickets for a hundred dollars each that is fifty dollars a show and i'm just like that's pretty fucking great now i'm not close but you know it's a fucking football stadium they're playing at so it's like uh you know it's whatever it's probably the sound's yeah. probably gonna be shit anyway but um but yeah well, i'm t- just well, like yeah well look tying this back in to pantera, pantera. i do want to deal with because i i did some um uh, a little bit of backwards and forwards on Twitter with um, uh, m- the the lovely Merciful Kate, um, okay. uh, who's a you know much respected metal journalist and writer, um, and she was she was saying like you know Metallica taking out all these fucking you know it's nice that they're giving a you know young up and coming bands a start like Pantera you know, um, uh, and I'll be completely honest, the reason Pantera are supporting sell tickets that's to why sell tickets to, to sell Metallica? Tickets. yeah no absolutely yeah they in sell this, out they sell out over here no matter when they in play this, in this economy you cannot take the chance you I just mean, can't could be you just can't the 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 that's the only that's the only night i'm gonna go early because it's that uh mammoth what what do you call it uh uh van halen's son's band um, who are pretty good, then and then Pantera and then Metallica. And the next night, I think it's fucking five finger death punch. And I'm just like, oh fuck no. <laughs> so but again, but again, five finger death punch, massive band, yeah, kids followers. It, it's crossing the ages. It is it, it it's it look, a tour is business. Sure. Absolute business. They have sweated over the support bands for these tours for hours yeah. for trying to get the right people because there cannot be any mistakes. If you've got a tour that's not selling, it's not going to start selling. You're fucked. Yeah. So, 
you know, even Metallica, even Metallica are putting somebody like Pantera on the bill just to make fucking sure, you know, which just is, which to is, make sure. it's interesting because otherwise I wouldn't have seen this Pantera reunion. I had no desire to see it. Yeah. And so now I'm just like, well, now I get to check it out and tell everybody what I think. Although everyone's got opinions now that there's video yeah. footage up. Well, it's uh, it's funny because I saw Charlie Benante saying like people slagging off the Pantera reunion, saying it's so dis that's so disrespectful to to Diamond Vinny, and I thought to be fair, it's a very short walk to what you're doing is disrespectful to Diamond Vinny. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's a, it is a very short walk. Um, but do you know what I th I think. The way I'm looking at it, and also the Abbott, the Abbott family estate said that they, you know, they, they, they couldn't and shouldn't be a Pantera reunion without the Abbott brothers. But then they, well, but then they well, approved it. Well, duh. The, the, the estate <laughs> must have signed off on it. And here's something yeah. else. Here's something else. They're going to sit there and collect the checks. Yes, that's exactly that. The, this whole thing. I mean, you're, you're, it's, it's like what you're saying about, you know, just making as much money as you can, because if this group of four musicians, and I'm not going to talk any shit because I'm actually a Pantera fan and I love Charlie Benante. He's an amazing drummer. But yeah. if those four guys had gotten together and had gone on tour under a different name, that was like a tribute to Pantera, less people would give a shit. But the fact oh, that they're absolutely. using that name it's yes. bringing people in yeah. so at that point i just went look I, I i they i don't know any of them personally but you know whatever i hope they're successful because they're de yeah they're definitely not disrespecting the music they're exactly. just and and but to be completely honest the footage that i've seen i haven't been very excited about it just because of the fact that i hate it when bands have to start playing their songs so many octaves lower that it sounds like a completely different song. And that's what's been happening. In order for Phil to be able to sing the songs, they're played at a... I, like I heard the beginning of Cowboys from Hell, and I'm like, what fucking song is this? And then finally figured it out. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like, I can fucking sing this now. <laughs> well, to be fair, the videos I've seen, Phil sounds great. But the reason is because they've drop them down yeah and man i mean i i i think i cover more distance going to go and get a newspaper in the morning and coming back to the to my house i think i cover more distance than phil has in all of these gigs put together yeah i mean he looks like he's got half a basketball stuff stuffed up his t-shirt <laughs> and, and and he is just and I, it's like like lifting your mic up and going like it's like yeah that's it is it that's what you got that's being a front man is it you're gonna fucking school us youngsters as to how to, to be a top front man or are you gonna walk around like an ancient fucking middle-aged spread wreck to be fair um, though once that band once that band once it hit about 1995 with that band you watch oh, yeah, footage yeah. of that band and he yeah. already is not a very good vocalist and starts like sitting down during parts of songs. I'm just like, meanwhile, the rest of the band fucking killing it, but he yeah. is just sort of wandering around occasionally does like a little jump in the air. And, but I'm just like, he, he hasn't been very good since the mid nineties. And so I've, I've got to be honest. I, I saw Pantera once on the far beyond driven tour. And, yeah. um, uh, 
and I and I was kind of, I was I was left a bit cold. Now, uh, yes, I had high expectations, but you know, I'm used to having high expectations and seeing a band and being blown away. I had high yeah. expectations. The the mix was awful. Basically, yeah. the mix was Phil Dimes guitar and um, Vinny's bass drums. <laughs> See, and 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 it sounded like Vinny's bass drums off the fucking album. They were yeah. so clicky. So yeah. you just had this like horrendous. I mean, there's like no room in the sound for like you know Rex could have fucking stayed in the states. He could have had a holiday. <laughs> um, uh, because there was no room in the sound. The frequencies were just not there. They were there. Yeah. The sound was built for the Abbott brothers and for Phil to be heard over the top, and that's it. Yeah. And um, um, to the extent that it was one of those where you're just like, yeah, this is... You, once you get over the thrill of them coming on and start playing everything, and after we, it's like you just find yourself... gets old very, It got old very quickly. Yeah. You know, it got old very, very quickly. I, I I never got to see them, so I don't really know. But I mean, I've but like just seeing footage online, it just you know the the earliest stuff is the stuff where they're an exciting band. The earliest stuff with Phil, anyway. Not not on you know before that, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. I like I, I like their glammy stuff, but I don't I don't think I've seen live footage of that. But yeah, um, I mean, you know, I'm aware of his existence, but you know, I'm I'm not actually gonna go and listen to any. Never have. You know, well, never will. A, a good a good segue though. I, I have to ask your opinion. Um, new Metallica song. What are your thoughts? Okay. Um you're not gonna hurt my feelings. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Although I would imagine Dave Mustaine is feeling a bit hurt right now, hearing one of the one of his old discarded riffs that wasn't good enough for a Megadeth <laughs> song being used to prop up this slab of shit. Um very disappointing. The greatest thing about it is the video because in the video, James Hetfield's wearing the coolest leather jacket I've seen in some lo a very long time. The coolest thing in the video is leather jacket, not James wearing it, not any of the band. The coolest thing in the video is a <laughs> leather jacket. Do we need to search that out and get you one? Is that what we were uh, trying to say? Anyone in the watching knows no, where no, to get that yeah. jacket. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, he's worn that. It's going to be, it, it, it's probably like a $10,000 leather jacket, you know. Probably. That's, yeah. I'm, put it this way, I deliberately haven't looked into it because I know it would just be crushing. Yeah. So anyway, um, when you haven't got a chorus, just just say the title of the song. That's basically a standard. Like when you first fucking learn how to write a song or play a guitar, just just say the title as the chorus. That'll do for now. For some yeah. people, they don't push themselves and they leave it like that. But I um, I, I feel it's supposed to be a, a little bit of an homage homage one of those words to uh, hit the lights. Because it sounds Maybe. very similar and hit the lights. The chorus is just the title of the song. Uh, and, he, and the lyrics are once again, just about everybody come together for the music, which is, so I feel like it's almost like recreating a vibe. So yeah. that's why I feel like the chorus is appropriate, but you know. Okay. No, 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 absolutely. I get it. Here's my problem. My problem is, um, and we've all seen this with our parents. We're lucky enough to still have them around, mm -hmm. but, but, you go from you your parent looks after you and you're a child and you do dumb shit and they look out for you and they teach you. And then as time goes on, 
you start have to you start having to stop your parents doing dumb shit and uh, and explain to them like how the world works now as all of us we age we return to our childhood mm-hmm. um what happens is you learn how to play your instruments and how to write guitar and how to write music and how to get better and how to write songs and you push and you push then you get producers in to push you even harder and then you push and push and push and then you give up um you put your feet on the desk and you say i know everything now i'm done and you phone it in for the rest of your career and unfortunately for me this sounds like old men pretending to be young it sounds like old men who've forgotten that they it's in there somewhere but it's not quite clicking but what um, is what is the old men being old version of what they should be doing though because <laughs> um, they're, they're already they're literally playing a young young man's game and they are old um, so <laughs> I, I, look i know where you're coming i know where you're coming from there but what i'm saying is they are they they are regressing so they're starting okay. to show they're starting to show their influences we well, don't do that you you start off you start off in a band sounding like your influences yeah literally that riffs anthrax that riffs attack. like literally you sound like your influences because you don't know any better and if you're lucky enough you stay together for a period of time and you develop your own sound your all your influences create a new sound that no one's ever heard before that was metallica they are regressing you now can pick out the influences it started sure. on hardwired it's getting worse as they get worse as can they you... lose the ability to do what they once did and proof that greg feldman is not a producer <laughs> it's it's i i think it sounds better than hardwired but yeah that's just me nobody allows those bass drums not if they've got fucking ears. <laughs> I like that. Um, Say you stupid flowers. I've got you a stupid cunt. I've got a I've got a, a follow up question to that though. Can you think of a band that's been around forty years that can that still makes music that sounds like they're an original band? New um, music. Yeah, Aerosmith. Aerosmith wow! Created, Aerosmith created one of their greatest ever albums when they've been around 25, 30 years. You're you've that, that, you've got a good point. Yeah, Pump's amazing, and and honestly, yeah. the the last album they did is pretty damn good, even though it's old dudes doing Aerosmith. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I know, I know. And do you know what? I pulled that one out my ass because as you were asking the question, I was thinking, oh, I'm fucked now. <laughs> um, yeah, but because even because even like is... even even like you know Iron Maiden, you and I would agree that they have gotten complacent and oh, I, I totally uh, agree, totally bands, agree, but to so a lesser weird. extent. Well, so so my yeah, so obviously like I don't feel the way that you do. I definitely hear the influences there. But if this is a if this is if this track is kind of like a certain vibe for this particular track where they were it, trying to go for that, and the rest of the album isn't just filled with that, then I'll be I'll be happy. I don't want it to be twelve tracks where each track is them. Like now we're gonna try to do a fucking crocus song or I don't know some shit like that. I just uh, I I so but if, I'm probably going to like it either way. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. But I would, but I would, but that, that but I have to admit though, it, on first listen, I liked this song more than Hardwired when it first came out. Right. Okay. I'm I'm in the I'm in the other other camp. I preferred Hardwired, but they also um, 
the thing that uh, the thing I was going to say about Greg Feldman not being a producer. Yeah. So he's he's an employee. He's an engineer. Um, which, which straight away <laughs> means he's not he's not a producer, although he's got a producer credit. Oh, he do, he um, do, it does say doesn't it? I thought it was produced by Metallica. Engineer. No, it's produced by... by Greg Feldman and James oh. Hetfield and Lars Ulrich. Got and it. and that cracks me up because a producer uh, does a deal with a label on points and all the rest of it, and you know the label employs the producer to get the best out of the band. Yeah, who owns the label? The band. It's fucked. The model is fucked. Yeah. Basically, what you have is Lars Ulrich doesn't want to practice and isn't very good at the drums anymore because he doesn't practice. And the his favorite, like he loves everything about being Metallica. Playing the drums is probably the like the least thing that he enjoys the most. Okay. I'm just it's all supposition, but sure. I'm ju just just go with it, right? He's got everything he wants. He's loving it. He's in the biggest heavy metal band in the world. He's still not that good at drums, but everything is coming together. He's a fucking brilliant songwriter, song arranger. He's great on the business side. He's 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 a major reason as to why Metallica is the biggest heavy metal band in the world in history. The mm -hmm. one thing, the one thing that's still pissing him off in his job, having a boss. Boss comes in, tells you to do the drums again. Oh, fuck it. How annoying is it? No, do you know what? Fuck it. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. So in yeah, but and the rest of the band is sat there going, yeah, but he wouldn't be telling you shit if you, you were shit if you practiced. Lars has seen a different way of getting out of this. Don't practice, just sack uh, producers or get a producer in who's just a fucking employee who has no so, say whatsoever. So are you? Is this coming from the fact you think the drums don't sound good on the song? I think the bass drums sound horrific. The drums are all fucking. Oh, moved around like fuck. It made honestly a shit. You can put a monkey behind the drum kit, and the drums would sound great on the new Metallica album. It's for the fucking technology's there. It, it doesn't need even need to be in time, and it will all just get put on the grid, and it'll be in time. But listening <laughs> to an album to judge, listening to the album to judge Lars's as a, as a, Lars's drumming ability is a yeah. waste of time. What you need to do is 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 see them live, and as you know, hardwired. All the really intense bits magically are played off the album through the PA. And the songs start when Lars is able to play them, like Hardwired. Some of his double bass drum work at the moment is, it's not just sloppy, it's fucking out of time. It's its just, He's... it's just bad. It's just bad. And you can, and the thing is, the option is practice. And he's yeah. gone for the option of, just don't have anybody who points out who shit you are and somebody who can just fix, just fix it. Just fucking fix it. And and look, late in the day in their career, they're in charge. They don't want to be pushed by Bob Rock and things like that anymore. They're not interested in that. And to me, the new single, Luxa Turner, this is what the comfort zone sounds like. This yeah. is what not pushing yourself sounds like. Yeah, honestly, when it comes to them working with Greg again, I, I was hoping that they wouldn't, but I also know that they started working on this during the pandemic. So I'm just like, well, of course they wouldn't work with anybody but the guy who's kind of in-house with them. So it makes sense. But um, that mo most of what you just said in that rant was, uh, was uh, conjecture, as they say. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, pure, pure. Because because you don't know that that's what Lars is doing. There are a lot of assumptions made about Lars, which I think are funny, because people will claim things like he doesn't actually have to play the drums; it's all cut and paste together. And sure, sections of it maybe, but there's plenty of footage from the last two albums of him playing all the drum parts, double you know, kick drum included. Oh, and oh so, no, 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 no. I uh, no, I, I yes, yes. He's still playing them, but what I'm saying is he can he can play a whole beat out of time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But don't It'll but don't you think on the grid and quantized. So it makes no fucking difference. But I it okay. really doesn't. I really don't I don't think that he's that lazy with it. I, I think that there may be editing for sure, but I do I do think that he does his best to to nail as much as possible because I, I don't I don't knowing what I know about him. I don't think yeah. that because the last I, thing you yeah. want is years down the line, some producer saying, oh, we Lars couldn't get on time. So he literally played the snare and the kick one time. They and we all programmed sign it NDAs. The- <laughs> they all sign NDAs, mate. <laughs> Maybe That's they do. Not Maybe they anyway. Do. But I'll tell you what, I agree. I agree with what you said. I think, um, you know, I, I, I think. He is in there trying his best. I think his best is just a lot fucking worse than you think. Um, maybe, you know, maybe I, so. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not an apologist for him as as a live drummer, except for the fact that what he does do live, most people couldn't do. Um, I, I, yeah, that's he, not. I'm sorry, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't may, work for me. He may technically not be the best. Well, what? Well, I mean, why doesn't it work? It's like well, it's, per- it's perfectly fine it's for the live job. setting because it's his fucking job. He's not doing brain surgery. That's it's that's his fucking job. If I if I if I go if I go and if I just phone it in, but I do it better than most people, that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that what I've done is good. But you, but that that's the thing is that you're assuming he's phoning it in, and I'm telling you he's he's never been that good, <laughs> and so he's not phoning <laughs> he's not phoning it in. He's do, he's doing his best. He I'm, he's, so, summoning, that's the, he's summoning it from the past. That's the point I was trying to make is that like he may not be good, but he is not phoning <laughs> it in. He may not be good. But he also he's also not shit. And if he's shit, he's my kind of shit. He's that he may not be the best, but he's the only Lars we got. And yeah, uh... yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. But um, also anyway. the other thing. But the other thing that terrifies me about this is, oh right, seventy over seventy seven minute runtime, and the singles come out and it's three and a half minutes. That leaves seventy four minutes for the other eleven tracks. There is going to be some meandering mid. Pace bullshit. Oh, I, fu- I fucking hope so. This will be, this will be <laughs> some weak load ass bollocks. This will make hardwired look like master puppets. But if it, but once again, see that it's not going to happen because I want that to happen. I want them to make load, <laughs> load and Saint Anger again. I want them to, to do with fucking... a bit of Lulu. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Bring in some 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 random homeless guy can come into the studio while he's drunk and just babble into the microphone, and that'll be one of the interludes or something. How dare you speak I- about Dave Mustaine like that? <laughs> but, respect. Anyway, I I hope that anyway. So we can get off with this because I I like I liked the song, but. Uh, Oh but, yeah! Got, I tell you what, mate, we've got some mileage out of it, if nothing else. We did. We absolutely <laughs> did. But uh, 
you know that to me to me that was like you know if we're wrapping up 2022 that was the big surprise at the end of the year for me i was just like holy shit we have new shit from my favorite band ever and hopefully the album is is i just want it to be better than hardwired it doesn't have to be better than death magnetic because i love death magnetic but that's i feel like that's that might not be i i must admit maybe you know, maybe I'm uh, insect, but I I love um, Death Magnetic. Yeah, um, and I I reckon it's their last great album. Also, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, "Fucking out," that's just bollocks. Dig out, dig out the guitar hero mix of um, Death Magnetic because it it, it is. It is a different experience entirely. There's I'm sure it's bass, on YouTube There's bass somewhere. on it. There's harmonies. There's honestly, it's like listening to a completely different album. Um, and um, but it's great. I love it. it. And back to back with Saint Anger, it's 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 yeah. I think it's fantastic. I think yeah. it's their last decent record. And what a surprise! Last time they worked with somebody who was telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. And stretching them and saying, no, do less of that, do more of that, do more of that, do less of that. And yeah, you know. I'm going to give them a pass this time. You know, six years from now when they do another album, <laughs> I'm going to be like, all right, work with somebody else. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So um, so you said you had an album to talk about. I do. I do. And this 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 coincides with a recent um, ep- episode of Old Bollocks as well, because I want to talk about oh. uh, Seven Words by Zentrix. Hey. Which which is fantastic, I have to admit. Um I was l- lukewarm to on uh the last one Bury the Pain, the Bury first the pain, one with yeah. the first you know their comeback album. I thought it was good. I thought it sounded good and some of the songs were good, but there was something about it where I was like this is good, but it's not what I would like it to be. This album, like they topped that one, like by miles, in my opinion. Like it's really well done. It it stands up with their old shit, in my opinion. And everybody sounds fucking great, but the songwriting is fucking. It, it's they're they're big, well written songs with actual like like interesting melodies and middle sections and, and song structures. And it isn't, it's thrash the way that I love it, which is basically from the era they come from 89, 90, you know, that, that time period where the bands were putting more into their songs and, and, but you know, it's like they're, they're, they're being a little bit for lack of a better word, progressive, but without writing 10 minute songs, they write four to five minute songs. Um, But it just it sounds good. It's it's a blast to listen to listen to. And just as a thrash metal fan, yeah. It it's yeah. just it just hits that sweet spot in my ears with the 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 way the guitars sound and the vocals. And I just love I really like this album. It's oh, it's, po- awesome, it's, it's it's a it's a possible top 10 for me. I'm not I haven't completely Brilliant. I haven't completely put together my top 10 for the end of the year yet, but this is one that I've heard it a few times, and each time I'm just like I can't get over how memorable some of these songs are. And that's so, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what you look for 
you know, when memorable, you know, yeah, especially when you're fighting for people's ears these days. And and the boys, the boys would be really pleased, really pleased to hear that. Yeah, um, that was a great interview. I, I watched that that you guys did that you did oh, with the good. two I'm of them. Oh, glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, well, because I mean, yeah, I'm we, a fan. I'm a fan of that band, so I'm just you know, I, I like well, hearing what goes into their process. Yeah, we've known we've known each other many many years, and yeah, um, yeah I mean, I I got I remember turning up to. Um, I do one of my first talking bollocks um interviews, and I was interviewing um Bobby, Bobby Blitz, mm-hmm. and um and because Zentrix was supporting them. Okay. And I turned and I turned up and I bumped into them out back, and they were like, "Hey, all right." I was like, oh, "All right, guys." They goes, "You lot want to be doing this? You lot should be doing." It. And I was like, "Yeah, that's <laughs> not happening, man. It's not happening. None of my guys are interested. Yeah, forget it." And they were like, oh, well, you know, it's a laugh. And then, um, and yeah, all these years later, we're doing it, they're doing it. Two albums out now. It's fantastic. It really is. And um, yeah, I'm really pleased for them. I'm really really, pleased for them. It is interesting, though, that now they're doing a tour with Chris or or a handful of shows or whatever. I don't know how, how many shows they're doing with him, but then, you know, it's it because I because obviously they're not going to play any of the newer material, so it's yep. almost like a, it's almost like I wish that I lived over there. So then, oh, I can go see them do a tour where they just play old shit, and then maybe a, co- you know, a year down the yeah, line and then they'll they come around again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's like that's perfect. But but as I as I said in the uh, in the interview, it's just it's just typical uh, music business, though. You know, they've yeah. timed everything perfectly: a new mm. album, the tour, everything, and then yeah, something happens. Well, I mean, you know, having a baby is a big deal, and you know, it, well, not really. There's, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's quite a few of them around, and uh, we're not <laughs> running out. We're not actually running out of human beings. But your but baby, we, your baby is your baby, and you want to be there for it. I understand that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, again, I just think they're overrated. They're just, they're just people. Okay, they're yeah, just tiny people, people that can't can't even talk. Jeez. Well, let's face it. Let's face it. <laughs> Sooner or later, your baby is going to become an adult, and they're going to be a twat, and they're going to have repulsive opinions that you can no longer shape. And you know, so there you go. I've just gone the other route of not having children. But then again, the world breathes a sigh of relief. Thank you, Howard. <laughs> the last thing we need is anything out of your balls walking around the planet. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, well, no, I'm, it's, I'm it's great. It's, it's, good for you, man. Good for you. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I, I highly recommend it to anybody that's just if you're just even if you're just a thrash band, a thrash fan, and you may yes. not know Zentrix because over here Zentrix is not a huge thing. I, look, UK thrash is a fucking laughed at, basically yeah. in the states. Which is yeah, and that's, that's part of shit. my that's been you know one of my one of my missions ever since I started my channel. Is to talk about all, you know Acid Rain and Zentrix and Slammer and all my favorite you know uh, and you uh, end up doing a podcast with a singer from Acid Rain exactly so, that, that's I mean, how what, weird is that that's like me you know, my wife has likes to remind me of that sometimes she's like did you would did you even think that one day your channel would be doing very well let alone you'd be doing a show with a singer of one of your favorite bands I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think that would happen, but whatever. It's it's you know it's it's a it's a perk of uh, of of me, I guess, doing moderately well at what I do. But it's it's the it's but it's also the value. I was having this conversation with somebody recently, and I was saying about the uh, again about the um, what's the oh, 
it's it's a meritocracy the 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 world of online yeah because like you hear about people they go oh yeah they did this and did this, and now they're making loads of money and blah, 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 blah. oh wouldn't it and people always say oh wouldn't it be good oh i must think of something that i can do and blah, blah. the beauty of it is that n- you can't reverse engineer this shit yeah. because it starts with having a passion about something it might be music it might be gaming it might be shopping it doesn't matter what it is but you're going to need that passion to constantly create um content to want to create content to keep doing it to oh, keep yeah. getting if fun I wasn't out that if I wasn't that into it, I would have stopped doing this a year ago or more. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so, so you have to have the passion in the first place. You can't reverse engineer it. You can't go, what would make money? Oh, I'll be passionate about. No, that's the whole thing is that you have to love it. You have to do it and just hope somebody else will love it and, and, and be into it. And yeah. if they, and if they, and if they are, and you get some more people and it's, oh, this is going really well. And then like one day, suddenly if shit's blown up, Great. And someone will say to you that your job is easy and that it's all fallen in your lap. Yeah. <laughs> and then you point out and then you point out to them how much time you spend putting um, fucking uh, content together. And also, as I know, because some some kids I know uh, uh, are uh, well, they're the kids of friends of mine. One of them, you know, earns five, six thousand pounds a month on YouTube. Now, wow. every, and everyone goes like, oh, that's great. Oh, isn't that wonderful? And all the rest of it. And it's like, and his dad's like, I wish he had a shop. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, well, I, I think you're just being a bit, you know, a bit old school. And he said, yeah, but do you know what? If you buy a shop and you buy the freehold and you've got some land, et cetera, that's, you know, even if you can't buy it, but you've got a shop. The trouble with his shop is that he doesn't have a lease. He doesn't own it. He doesn't have a say in what the rules are. And any time the people who own where he does his stuff like, they can change the rules, mm-hmm. which will massively affect his income. In other words, yeah, you're at the mercy of Google. You're at the mercy of the algorithm. You're at the mercy of their terms and conditions. And the and a couple of weeks ago, somebody, like, a fr- somebody got the hump with him. They had a bit of a row, whatever. So this person went on YouTube, flagged one of his videos and said that it was like rude or pornographic or whatever. Yeah. Got to Google just taken it, took it down straight away um, and reduced his traffic for a fortnight. And he's like, guys, I've been on here six years. I've never had a single complaint. And they're like, oh, right. Yeah. Whatever. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, so he literally, and it had a huge impact because it's not just the two weeks; it's everybody who comes back over the two weeks and thinks you're not doing anything. So, you know, and it, it took him about two months to recover from that, and that that is the issue that like content creators are facing all the time, as well as constantly creating content. You have to have a minimum, I think it's eleven thousand hours or something crazy like that a month of original content before you can monetize. Um, it's, you know, there's all sorts of different um, terms and conditions. Well, you, and well, you have to have a certain, changed. you have to have a certain number of subscribers for, before That's, you can monetize, which is, was it. which I think it's just, I don't remember how, how much it is, but it's, you know, it, I, it's been, I've been monetizing for a while now, but I don't make very much money at all. No, no. Well, the thing is what they wanted to stop 
was they wanted to stop somebody putting a video on YouTube that goes viral that and that person earns a load of money off that one video. It's like, well, that's no that's no good for YouTube's business plan. Yeah, that's that's yeah. no good for them. You know, so it, it, it has to work for them first and yeah. everybody else second. Um, yeah, no, no. If this was if th- if I was trying to get to a point where I could quit my job doing this, I would be stressed the fuck out all the oh, time. I don't. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. That's yeah. not my thing at all. <laughs> no, no, no. And well, like I mean, you know, these guys are young, and yeah. they are, and they are just like on it all the time. And the thing mm-hmm. is, as well, there's no fucking, there's no fucking office hours. You are. They are at work all the time, all the time, every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. So it, and it kind of makes me laugh that there's that, that there's certainly my generation, maybe yours too, kind of look down, you know, look down on kids making money on YouTube. Oh, kids these days, they just they just want to be influencers. They want to do something on YouTube. You know, oh, fucking idiots. You know, they don't want to work. Are you kidding me? They don't want to work. They're doing way more fucking work than I did at their age. Way yeah. more. Because that's that is it's just work that you don't see as work. But that doesn't mean it's not work. Yeah. I mean, if it's at this, I mean, we, especially over here, we treat like movie stars, like they're fucking royalty and they're just playing pretend and getting paid for it because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they entertain people. So if home dude playing a video game and talking over it is entertaining somebody, then whatever. It's like, yeah. it's, it's supply and demand. Really? If nobody wanted to watch it, they wouldn't watch it. <laughs> Well, it is, but it is, but it, it ultimately as well, it's like you, you don't control what's going to take off. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, when oh, I've seen first, that a lot with me. Yeah. Yeah. When, when people first do unboxing videos, you don't, you, you don't know, like the first unboxing videos, all of a sudden unboxing videos become a massive thing. Yeah. Who would, who would have, who would have thought that? Who would have predicted that? Who would have predicted that, that video gamers watching other video gamers play video games on youtube would become a thing yeah you know but gamers want to see elite gamers play and see how they play and steal their it's you know it it is it is mad and i think the older you get the further you get away from this it's very easy to look at stuff and just go oh that's shit no that's easy you know and it really fucking isn't and to your point as you said there and i know you know i know from having done this for the last coming up nine years um, something you think is going to be something you think is really going to take off doesn't, and something that you think is just just going to be average goes through the fucking roof. Yeah, and none of it makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no it, it was the the whole thing. It's lucky. It's I think I'm lucky though because I am part of a generation that would normally be looking down on people doing YouTube type shit, but um, it it worked out for me because I always wanted an outlet to talk about music, but I'm a very nervous and anxious person that doesn't like going out and talking to people in person. So all of a sudden it creates this way for me to actually, I actually communicate more than I did before I did this. Like so I, this, yeah. So this is, this is help. This has helped you inverted commas in the real world. Yeah. It's my, it's an outlet where I've it's, it's helped with my self-esteem. It's helped with, just my overall sort of outlook on everything, because now I'm not it's just a shut in that just talks to my wife. Yeah. It's definitely helped with your record collection. 
that as well. Although that, you know, that's, you know, you could say that that's hurting me because that's where all, all my extra money goes. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I cut across you there because you were saying that like, you know, <laughs> describing yourself previously as some sort of shut in. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I would go, I had like a, maybe a couple friends that I occasionally would go have a drink with, but I was a guy that went to work and then I went home and I would listen to music or whatever. And I didn't, I'm, you know, if I, if I went out, cause I've dealt with like anxiety, like my whole life. And if you, if I walk into a room where there's shit loads of people, and especially if I don't know them, I have the worst time. And so the idea of going out and like being social with people all the time, yeah. that's never been a thing that I've ever wanted to do. And so now it's like, I get a chance to do that without really having to do that. So that's it awesome, works out. Man. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's really cool. And so, you know, social anxiety sucks. I mean, I can't <clears throat> even begin to, um to kind of understand that because I'm, you know, that's where I'm at home on a, on a stage or, you know, in a, uh, you know, with a, with a crowd of complete strangers. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's uh, like, I, I mean, I played, I played in a lot of bands over the years <clears throat> and I never got over the nerves of it, but at least I had other people on stage with me and it was loud noise and there were lights in my face. So I couldn't really look at people that were out in the crowd, but any yeah. situation where I would have to get in front of people alone. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was the end of the world for me. Oh man. Well, I'm, 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 I'm pleased that it's all helped. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's really awesome. And what else is awesome is that um, I've got our Mexico dates in. So um, once we've done this, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to see if any of them are near you. That's awesome. Is that is the way this is going out on on in the world? Is is it been announced? Nah, but to be honest, you know, it, 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 the the full on official announcement will 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 probably kick off uh, probably next year. Um, but well, you I'm heard it here first. Just... Acid rain in Mexico. Yeah, absolutely. 12, 12 13 days. Um, we're nice. covering the whole. We're covering the whole country. Um, That's which... that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's going to be insane, man. It's going to be insane. Um, it's going to be insane for one specific reason. Which is? London is at its highest um, 200 feet above sea level. Oh, Mexico City is 7,200 feet above sea level. So we've got we've got oxygen. We've got oxygen side stage every night because we're wow. gonna fucking because we're gonna fucking need it. Because I did it's, not it's, even think about that. Uh, neither did I until <laughs> I I don't know what it was, but literally a light bulb in my head went, "Oh fuck, we're gonna be performing at altitude. Oh my god, this is gonna be tough. Yeah. It's gonna be very tough. It's gonna be the toughest on who? That's right, fucking me." <laughs> Because I need I need lungs full of air to be able to do yeah. what I do, and if I'm not getting those lungs full of air, then it, then the vocal cords pay for it. Sure. So, yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna have to be as fit as a butcher's dog by the time we 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 fly out there. But uh, but it's lovely. We we're getting flown out a couple of days in advance, either side either side, beginning and end. Um, and um, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. But it's the music industry. Could all fall through tomorrow. That's you know, so. very true. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. shall I do? Shall I do my album? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Cool. Um, other than uh, um, do you, oh, do you know what I'm going to do too? 
Okay. I'm going to do two. I'll, right. I'll, I'll mention one more briefly too, so we'll be even. All right, okay. Well, first, uh, firstly, it is um, uh, Gridiron. The album is called No Good at Goodbyes, and it's fucking marvellous. Um, it is... It's heavy as hell, loads of rapping, um, but uh, like, even if you don't like rapping, which I know you're not a massive fan of, even if you don't like Me? rapping metal, what? you will love it. <laughs> oh, come on. You hate Slipknot every time there's a, a nah, rapping, fuck off. Except for all the, the hip hop albums I have in my collection. I like actual rapping. Yes. Ah, right. <laughs> ah, right. So you're a traditionalist. Do you believe, you be, you be, you believe the, the swords... Should never cross. No, because I'm a Limp Biscuit fan. I just hate Corey True. Taylor rapping. Okay, right. Okay. Well, <laughs> I've, I, it, to me, it sounds like a kind of modern, even more hardcore biohazard. Um, it's that good. It is that fucking good. Um, I'm. I'm. There's. There's really not a lot to say about it other than if you like, like New York hardcore. Um, and if you like rapping, but also if you like proper riffs, um, it's they've, they've just got everything. It is it is a real surprise to me, a real surprise. Even more surprising is when I found out that it was actually a, a pandemic side project. Um, uh, and it was, um, the hardcore band formed during the pandemic features members of bigger bands like Never Ending Game, Year of the Knife, and Payback. Those are me those members are split across the states of Michigan and Pennsylvania. Um, wow, I mean, I don't know and, either of those any of those bands either. <laughs> well, it says it, 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 it. This dude says to his ears, he says it, it has more. It has more in common with pre new metal bands like Rage Against the Machine and Downset. Yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, and I would add those those kind of new york hardcore rhythms there is just just rhythms on this album where you just go oh man that that groove right there that only exists in this kind of music it doesn't exist in new metal it doesn't exist in thrash it's it's just there yeah. so whoever you know whatever you think of you know bands like biohazard or agnostic front and shit like that but also there's there's, there's some real slayery riffs on this fucker. Seriously, check it out, everyone. Gridiron, no good at goodbyes. I've only just discovered it, and I think it's going to make an appearance in my top five. And I am literally, nice. I'm still in single figure listens on it. But every time I listen to it, I'm just like, oh, God. It's, I know this might sound a bit strange, but this, this album makes me feel happy oh do you know That's, what i mean that is the best review anybody could give anything i think <laughs> you know it, it's it's like it's not just oh i like this it's that i'm happy that it exists and that yeah. i found it yeah as as well as it's really good do you know the first, what I mean? The it's... couple songs you you played on uh, on Radio Bollocks that were pretty cool, and I and you're and you're right because my initial thought was was it was very new metal, but then, but the riffs aren't aren't new metal. Yeah, yeah, they've got more in common with Slayer than they have with anything new metal. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a really really intriguing miss, and it's uh, sorry mix, and it's one of those things that if like. 
just one ingredient in the mix can spoil it for you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, I love all this. Oh, it's that. Never mind. But all the boxes are ticked. All the food groups are <clears> represented. <throat> I am happy. Yeah. Spe- um, speaking of that, though, the another nice thing this year for me is they they announced the original Biohazard lineup is reuniting. Yes. Yeah. And I, I was a I was a really big Biohazard fan for the first like three albums. Fourth one's pretty good, but then I kind of fell off after that. But same here, you know, yeah. I'm still I'm I, I still am open to to that kind of shit. So if they get back together, I mean, I think they're just doing shows. They have shows planned, no like album plans, as far as I know. But I'll I'll be ready for that shit because I think they're a great band. Um, I I I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, and um, and I too, I too was extremely pleased to see that you know um they were they were getting back together um and i you know i will be i will be going to whatever venue they 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 turn up in london i will be heading there that's for sure yeah definitely um so the other album that i wanted to mention um what is by now you've actually heard a song off this obviously it's um it's by a band called he is legend oh yeah now I I'm I'm a big fan of this band. I go on about them. I play them on Radio Bollocks, which is the Patreon only radio show. Come and join us. Um, and uh, it, it's they. I mean, I I think they're an incredible band. I really really do. Um, because at times, like they manage to sound like I'd be listening to it and thinking, is this is this still is this still them? Is this still his legend? Because it's like, has it strayed into, because they just go off on some really weird routes. But um, this album is, I think um, it's on its way. If I'd got it a couple of weeks previous, um, it might be in my top five. It's very close. If there was a top Mm -hmm. six, it would be in. I might even do a top six this year just to put it in there. Um, it's called Endless Hallway by He Is Legend. Um, and there is just, there's some massive, gorgeous grooves and, and choruses and, and, and songs, but it's also unmistakably He Is Legend. It's like, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe them as a band. Are they a bit like the Deftones? Mm, Yeah, but it's not really the Deftones. Yeah. Okay. So like, who are they? How would you describe them? And it's really, really tough. I mean, help me out. Would you, you know, can, can you... I, that's the only song I've ever heard by them is the one that you played. And, oh, to, really? for, and honestly, like it wasn't, it didn't hold my attention, because, but I think it's because it's too, it's there, sometimes there's too many modern elements yeah, in something. Abs- yeah. Yeah. And the thing is with that particular song, it starts out very modern. Yeah. And it's like you're you're struggling to find the groove. And like, yeah. where are these guys are? What are they about? What's yeah, what's all this? Then the verse, then the verse comes in, and you go, Okay, well, that verse is not what I was expecting because you've led me to believe this is going to be crushingly fucking heavy. I was waiting for <laughs> coming in. Yeah. And it's gone into a kind of fairly restrained pedestrian verse. Then the chorus comes in, and the chorus is fucking massive it's like some beautiful beautifully con- melodically constructed new metal chorus it's except good 
<laughs> it's and you're just like, oh my god, that's amazing. And then it just goes back into another groove where you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, 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 man, it's a challenging, challenging listen. But the more you listen to it, the more it, it's kind of like, ah, oh, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling this out. And I mean, I'm on album like number five or six with these guys. Um, last album, White Bat, was 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 OK. It had its moments. The album before that was called Few, F-E-W. Mm-hmm. And that and that was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Heavy as hell, really melodic as well, though. Um, like a like a like a metal deftones. Mm. That's the only and, and I know deftones are metal and it's and he's a fucking amazing riff machine, but his legend is just a bit it's just a little bit more different. It's a little bit to the left yeah um so i've not done a very good job of selling it but um well, i mean check I would, out check it yeah out. i would need to hear more in order to actually have an opinion on it because it's but but um you know i don't yeah. know I, i'm very weird about there there there's a lot of modern metal that kind of fits all in the same area even even though it's not necessarily all the same but yeah. it, it it has a certain sound that i just go ah this is not really for me and it takes a lot to really kind of push me off of that. Uh, right. Okay. Well, I I know that's what you were thinking when you heard probably the first like minute and a half of, yeah. uh, of that song. You're just like, yeah, this is that stuff I don't like. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I know, cause it's like, you know, I like it, but, but even listening back, having put it on the show, that first like minute and a half is so challenging because there's nothing to hold on to, you mm. know. It's like, it's like you know, it's like, it's like you're climbing this wall, and there's just there's no there's no handholds anywhere. It's like just give me something, you know, give me a beat, a melody, give me anything. And I so I I I do get it, but I think there's I think there's stuff like if you dig, there's yeah. stuff there that that yeah that you would that you would that you would like. Cool. All right. Yeah. No, I'll, we'll I'll find check out. out. I'll check we'll out see. more of it. Yeah. So, uh, what's your what's your other thing? Oh, I'll briefly talk about it just because it's the only other album since the last time that we uh, talked that I've listened to and have anything to say about, and that's the new uh, No Effects album, which ah. is called Double Album, but yeah. it's not a double album. But it is the second album related to an album that came out last year, so called single album. So it kind of makes it a double album. But uh, anyway, um, I I that was fun. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I I am a, a no effects fan. Where I was a massive fan up until about ninety eight, um, late nineties. Um, I started to become less interested in them. And that's because their sound kind of shifted in the mid nineties and away from being so much like skate punk and a little more complicated. And then it became a lot more straightforward where the, I don't know, it became a little poppier, I guess. And then eventually it became with modern no effects Fat Mike's lyrics are the are the star of the show. Everything else is just a bed for those lyrics to go on top of. Um, but there's still some good shit. That being said, the album last year, single album, I liked some of it a lot. 
some of it I was like, eh, it's no effects. Um, there, I like that they're still going. This album is like at least the first half of it. I was really impressed with the fact that it was, I think, the same recording session as the other one. But I'm like, wow, they hung on to like some really strong songs. They, and one one of which to me sounds like a song that could have come from the '90s. But at the same time, it is very lyric heavy to the point where there most songs don't have a chorus that repeats. It's just lyrics <laughs> that just go. Yeah. And he's very clever and a really great lyric writer. But event, but sometimes it gets a little bit taxing because you're like, okay, it's another reference to old punk rock bands. Okay, it's another double entendre. Well, that's a triple entendre or whatever. It's just so it's um that part gets a little tiresome and some of the songs sound a little samey to things that they had already done. But that yeah. being said, um, do you, do you know what? Do you know what? Even, what? even Picasso occasionally someone said, mate, just fucking knock out a cartoon. Will you <laughs> <laughs> go on? Yeah. But, you know? uh, but I mean, they, I think I'm looking at it differently now because they announced that like, I think after 2023, they're hanging it up. Like that's, they're going to be their last year as a band. And so, I'm just glad they're still putting shit out because I still enjoy what they do. And they are a band that I've been with for a long time, but it's not amazing, but you know, it's, it's not going to bring anybody back to no effects that had fallen off of no effects, but it's still a quality album. It, but I enjoyed it not going in my top 10, but it is, but I did enjoy it. There you go. Solid. <laughs> put, put that on the poster. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not going in my uh, my top ten, but it's solid. It's a no yeah. effects record. It's like, yeah, that's that's the re- that's my review of uh, of of the last Lamb of God album. <laughs> Lamb of God album. Yeah, I mean, the, the world. There, there are a few albums that I've noticed that like that my possible top ten is around a top fifteen. So I'm gonna have to like leave things out and some albums that I really like. So that's why I haven't even completed my top 10 yet because i'm just like fuck i gotta like figure out and it's weird because i most people don't care like i'll put out a top 10 video people will watch it and go all right and then they'll move on with their lives but me yeah. i stress over it like no yeah, no what al- what album goes in what yeah. order oh my yeah. god I, and so i stay up late at night thinking about it and so it's a it's a deal a huge yeah, ordeal no one cares <laughs> other than you yeah. yeah 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 i know i know um but but yeah, welcome to the world of yes. But that doesn't make any difference. I still have to do this this way. Yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, I must admit, I, this I I have found I've found some albums recently that I've enjoyed, but they don't they don't call to me. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So I'll, so I'll, I'll be I'll be like either looking through my phone or or whatever, and I'll be like, oh wow, like I haven't listened to that for about two or three weeks. And then this other voice in my head will go, you really like that album? And I go, yeah. Why don't you listen to it more? And I go, well, it needs to make me want to. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like, I I, I don't think I'm becoming, I think it's just a, a more picky, um, or maybe I am, maybe just harder to please, but I am, I am finding albums that, and again, listening to music for work, I've been doing it for, a very fucking long time mm-hmm. so you you you, you can I, I can digest an album very quickly which is not a great thing because it means you <laughs> tend to just like exhaust an album really quickly yeah 
like Cigar. I love that album. It's in my top five. Oh. But I can't but I can't play it. Because Oh wow. Well, because I can hear it. I know the whole album. That's great that it did something I recommended. It made it to your top five. Oh, dude, absolutely. Absolutely. And it is it is bang right in there straight away. You know, no doubt whatsoever. It's it's um, I, it's in my top ten. I just don't know where it's it's going to figure out a, a place. <laughs> I, I I don't bother with that. I go here's the top five. You choose the order. I don't care. Yeah. Um. But um. The uh, another album in my top five, given away all these secrets now, uh, was recommended by um Stefan Blaine, who's a friend of mine on Facebook. I've known oh, for years. Oh, I had a who, feeling. Deficiency were renter, yeah. which was recommended um, on the old um, Scott Bastard feature. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Scott, had to do it. Not that you're listening. Um, uh, and um, and he mentioned that, and I listened to it, and that's in my top five. So there you go, Scott. You see, somebody somebody yeah. got their their pick in a in a top five at the end of the year. Um, if anybody's wondering who Scott is, don't. Um, so um, I was yeah. trying to think of other albums that you and I both really liked in the episodes we've done. The only one I can think of is Corn. We both really liked the new Corn, um, and it's and it's it's not an album; it's an EP. Oh, I mean, it's it's. I really, I still really go. I actually go back to that album a lot, and so I'm I'm EP. counting it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, funnily enough, I've got I've got the Corn EP on my mentions along with mm-hmm. the violence ep as well to, to to be to be fair i'm pretty sure the corn album is longer than the cigar album <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's not length is it it's about the volume of songs come on yeah yeah come on yeah it's not about it's not about the length it's about the volume <laughs> that's what that's, she said yeah absolutely it's yeah it's not the length it's the width um so um yeah, I, there's just, yeah, there's just, I mean, there's just a few things where I'm like, yeah, I really, really, really like that album. And yet I haven't played it for weeks. Yeah. Um, but I think just with all the general shit going on in our lives, you know, mm-hmm. and certainly going on in my life at the moment, it's, it just, it take, it, 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 it it's going to take a pretty, a pretty special album to kind of break through and get a chance at regular listens. Cause I've just got a lot on my plate at the moment. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, and that's why gridiron is smashing into the top five because it's, it is, it's like, it's like those big beefy motherfuckers have grabbed hold of me and gone, you're going to fucking listen to our arm all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's also a pretty daunting task these days because I try to listen to a whole lot of shit all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah. if something doesn't grab me, if I give it, you know, like a song and a half usually, you know, and then like, is, is this pulling me in (laughs) unless it completely offends me within the first 30 seconds. And I'm just like, fuck off. But it's, there's, there's a whole lot of things that I, I'm, I, I'm sure are quality albums by great bands, but they don't, like you're saying, they don't break through. And so that's, that's the shitty thing. Cause I think for a lot of people, well, I think now that people have gotten to know my channel pretty well, they understand but some people, because of the, some of the bands I talk about, they expect my top 10 to be 10 metal bands. And usually it's three metal bands and like seven 
other types of music kind of things because that's that's it de- just depends on what it is that breaks through and i listen to so much shit so you yeah. know it's people you know what wh- while you're going to go to some people's pages and they're going to be talking about you know megadeth one of the best albums of the year and i'm going to be like eh, didn't do anything for me so yeah you know yeah definitely not one of the best albums of the year but there you go <laughs> hey. um but do you know what? The, the, I was thinking about that as well. And I was thinking, like, I really, really liked Dystopia. Yeah. I really liked Dystopia. I've I've got Dystopia on CD and vinyl. Mm-hmm. I think it's a genuinely strong, good record. Yeah. He said, what I, the fuck happened there? I think it's an album that starts off very strong and doesn't really end very strong. But I mean, yeah. That's just yeah. me. No, but that, yeah, but you've just described every Megadeth album since fucking Countdown to Extinction. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you'd probably, you'd probably throw Risk in there as well, but that's because your ears are broken. Um, I, 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 well, I like Risk, but I'm not going to say it's good all the way through. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to risk it. No. No. But I'm, I, you know, but uh, yeah. Well, that was anyway. the other, yeah, that, that was another big thing that happened this year, wasn't it? It's like, you know, um, two of the big four have put albums out. You know, one of the big four's retired, and one hasn't put an album out. So you know, well, that's now, where we're at. I'm assuming I'm twenty 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 three is going to end up. Oh, being... sorry, no, sorry, Metallica have put one single out. Idiot. Yeah. Well, two, but well, who? Nobody. Nobody else. It was only Megadeth that put out albums. Yes. Yeah. I know. I was thinking for some reason. I thought for some reason I was saying Metallica had purely because they put a single out, which is insane. But um, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure that we're going to get an Anthrax album next year, um, which I'm looking forward to. That's on, honestly, that's another. That's that's the thing I'm looking forward to so far this year because not only am I seeing Metallica in August, I'm seeing Anthrax in May here or April, something like that here. So two of my favorite bands I'm getting to see, and I'm almost Dude. like, well, now they need to now they need to put out another album, and they're and Anthrax is headlining in a in a venue where like I can just walk up, I can just get there early, walk up to the front of the stage. Unfortunately, I have to sit through fucking Zach Wild and whatever his fucking band is, but um, what's that band called? They're awful. I don't know what they're called. Don't know. Zach Wild and his five star barbecue dickheads. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a really good one. I wish he, <laughs> if he was called that, I might be a little bit more into it. Really, five star barbecue I, dickheads. Yeah, or or five star barbecue dickhead himself, Kid Rock. Hey, there you go. Because Zach Wild always reminds me of the guitar playing metal version of Kid Rock, which is probably oh. very harsh on on Zach Wilde because he would yeah. appear to be a complete dickhead Republican fucking I wanker. I don't but, think uh, so. You know, never mind. Anyway, um, but yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming we're going to get the other two big four this next year. Obviously we're not getting Slayer, but we probably are going to get Kerry King's new band. Cause he's been hinting at it. At yeah. His, yeah. And I he mean, says, and he says, Hey, it sounds, he, he didn't say it. Somebody else said they heard it and said, Oh, it sounds like Slayer. I'm like, of course it fucking does. <laughs> what a surprise yeah <laughs> i was i was expect i was expecting some sort of like you know uh southern sludge groove metal kind of thing no i mean I, I wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me either actually but you know uh look kerry knows that slayer have retired and people who like slayer want the closest thing to slayer they can get that isn't yeah. slayer 
it will yeah. be Kerry's new album. All, all he needs to do, he just has to do two things. One, come up with a name that sounds pretty good. Two, make all the songs fast. And then literally the metal community will just ejaculate all over him. And then he can move on with his career. And that's all it's going to be. Oh, I don't know. There was a lot, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of, um, you know, Kerry Burger King and, oh, you know, Slayer is just Kerry King and he's like forcing the rest of them to do it and all the rest. I, I, you know, I, I, I think there'll be, yeah, there'll, there'll be some interesting reactions to what he puts out. Me, I hope it, I mean, me, do you know what I like, I'm expecting? I'm expecting to a whole album that will sound like, um, a Slayer B-side, you know, yeah. be like, hey, wow, just imagine how good this would be if it was Slayer, but it's not. Yeah. Just imagine what this might have sounded like with Tom singing on it, but he isn't. And basically, I think it will be a reminder for everybody of like, uh, yeah, this this has gone. This, and this is the closest thing to that thing that's gone. and 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 it's not as good as that that thing so yeah which you know. which which you've just described the pantera reunion so there you go <laughs> yeah true true i tell you what if but if he puts out an album that everyone goes this is fucking great great if yeah he puts an album out where people go yeah it will die very quickly it will wither on the vine and die. Yeah. it'll be one album one tour you're out yeah i don't I don't see that happening. I think he's going to, I think he's probably whoever he's working with behind the scenes, they're going to make sure that this thing makes a big splash. I just, I have a feeling anyway. Oh, look, I, and, and I really hope it does. I really hope it does because I, I also, I mean, hey, talk about, you know, you've defended Lars Ulrich. That's mad. How about I say nice things about Kerry King? Let's go totally fucking insane on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, he's, I think, he's, he's a, he's a bit closer to Kid Rock, but okay. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Surprisingly, surprisingly, more progressive than some of the Cuban members in the band. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hey, you know, some women voted for Trump. There's no telling how stupid some people are. But yeah. um, he, you know, I, I, he doesn't get the credit he deserved because he kept that fucking show on the road since about 2008. Mm. Um, and he didn't want to stop. He didn't no. want to stop and he didn't want to quit. And there must be it must be horrific like just doing that all your life and then it stops and it, you don't want it to stop you can carry on everything's fine but it's done and yeah that must be oh. oh if i put myself in that shoe in, in those shoes i would be the guy that keeps a band going forever oh yeah no like what. that like like i would be you know, if it, like that's why I look at like the Rolling Stones, and the Rolling Stones are still a, a great band for how old they are. But I, but some people are all like, he's still up there at like eighty, and I'm like, wouldn't you? <laughs> like, I probably Absolutely. would too. Yeah. What's he supposed to do? Go down the allotment and plant cabbages? Yeah. Fuck. I, mean, I don't know. You know, it, it's here here for a good time, not for a long time. If uh, if people know? still show up, go fucking do it. That's all I say. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I hope I hope it works for you know I hope it works out for for Kerry. I hope it's I hope it's a huge success. Hey, this has turned out and this has turned into a prediction of twenty twenty three as opposed to like any kind of like you know review of twenty twenty two. But not that what we're else? really going to do one. Yeah, I'm like, what else happened? Oh, yeah, speaking of that, I saw I, I can do a mini show review because I actually went to go see a band that we both really like. I got to see uh, Carcass here. 
Um, oh, wow. Two or three weeks ago, I, I went to the show. The tour was a Monomarth carcass obituary cattle decapitation. So pretty, pretty wow. strong show. And, and I so, didn't. So is that is that a Monomarth headlining? Yeah. Carcass um, on just before them. Yep. Which was Makes perfect sport. because I don't really I don't really care for Amon and Marth, and so I got to get home early. That, that's but, a real uh, shame. That's a real shame. You being in the band and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you Viking uh, rowing motherfucker. I literally, I literally just got a comment on one of my videos today that said, "You look <laughs> like the guys from Amon and Marth," and so I commented back, "Or oh, they look like me." Um, yeah. But it, but carcass were I mean obituary were great I don't know how you feel about obituary but that's one uh, that's, nah. but carcass man they like that I mean I, I mean everybody knows they're a great band but I just I'm just blown away by just like how they are so tight and play so well that they just make every other band seem like amateurs <laughs> and so it's it's just great and they play and they played you know. Luckily, because I go see a band on a tour and I want them to play new shit. And luckily yeah. they did. They did play a handful of songs off of off of uh, Torn Arteries. And um, I didn't think I don't think they played anything off Surgical Steel. But, you know, they played the the usuals like heart work and stuff like that. But they just did put they on a play fucking... anything off Surgical Steel. I don't remember them playing anything off Surgical Steel. Wow. That does surprise me. That does but, surprise me. But man, just hearing like the size, remorse, the swing live, like it was oh. massive. It was huge. Yeah. Um, so, but it was great. They're one of my favorite bands. And so just, you know, I've seen them before, but I've, but this was the first time that I actually, because it has, like I said, as an, as a person that's weird in crowds, it takes a lot for me to like push my way up to the front. And I yeah. was about, you know, two or three people away from the stage um, for Carcass. And I was just, loving it at that point like yeah. i i don't care who's around me so yeah yeah I was, I, I was just gonna say at that point it's like you're unaware of other people it's just you in the back it's just occasionally i I get pushed forward because all the kids moshing in the back of me but other yeah. than that like it was just it was just a fantastic show and i just and they and it was a really it was a big venue with shitloads of people there and it was like that's great because the you know it's i know how hard it is to come from yeah. england and tour over here um, and then, of course, you got a monomorph touring from fucking Sweden. Is that, that's from Sweden. Um, Sweden, Norway, uh, but one to, of, let's say Scandinavia. There somewhere. You go. Yeah. Job done. But just, so I just like, it's great to see those bands getting that kind of turnout because I'm just like, yeah, I want, I don't want, I don't want it to become a regular thing where a band from overseas puts out an album and they go, sorry, we're just going to do local shows because we can't fucking afford to go on tour. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And funnily enough, um, I miss I've, I've missed them. And uh, earlier you reminded me of um, uh, I missed um, Anthrax and Municipal Waste over here. Um, oh. I, I And because I was out of London and I got an email from my contact at Nuclear Blast um, that morning saying um, saying, uh, oh, but guest list is all sorted. And, all, and I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck. So yeah, I missed him, and I, that you know that that did piss me off because I really would have, I really would have liked to uh, to see Anthrax perform Antisocial for the ninety fifth <laughs> time. Well, much like uh, much like Carcass, when when uh, Anthrax comes through in a few months, I plan on 
once again braving my way into the crowd um and going down the front yeah go down the front and just constantly and constantly shouting anti-social anti-social <laughs> when are you going to play anti and t no i'm just sure oh. i'm just gonna shout out john bush song titles the whole time that's all i'm gonna do oh god yeah no, that'd no. Be funny. no but i no that'd i'm a funny. i i'm 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 happy to hear them play anti-social i when when i'm seeing them live they can play whatever song they want it's when i'm watching like footage online that i'm like oh, why are they playing that song again <laughs> funnily, funnily enough funnily enough on friday we had a discussion without you um, cause there's a, we, we, um, first Friday of the month, we do a live, um, podcast, um, with just patrons mm. sign up if you want to come along. And, um, uh, 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 and funnily enough, um, anthrax came up in the, uh, in, in the discussion. And, um, and I, I said that if, if you heard that anthrax had been rehearsing in New York, and they had all been gunned down by Joey Belladonna, and then he turned the gun him turned the gun on himself. You'd all go, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, yeah really? No, no. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I mean, it's been coming, hasn't it? It's been coming in interviews for years. He's not over it. Come on, he's really not over it. He's still pissed at there was no need for him to be thrown out of the band in the first place. That's Joey's stance. Still doesn't get it. Still doesn't want to do the songs. Grudgingly does only doesn't do it as well as John Bush. And, um, and, and he's, and he's, um, I literally saw an interview about six months ago with him and he's like talking about it, basically saying, Oh yeah, they completely fucked me over. Yeah completely fucked me over and uh, and I have to be in a room with these people every day you just have to learn to you know you just have to learn to try and work with it and you just think fucking hell yeah is as much as I love Joey sometimes in his in, in interviews it really does come across as just a job uh, just leave just yeah. if it's if you're that unhappy leave I don't I don't think he's unhappy because I think he loves doing performing he loves doing the the songs and playing with the band i just think that the interpersonal side of things from what i've gathered he's not a guy that like hangs out with them he hangs out on his own does his own thing when it's time to go on the show he walks onto the stage he doesn't he's not they're not i don't think they're pals they might they might be a little bit but i don't think that they are yeah it's 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 a weird dynamic it's a weird dynamic and for anybody to be as open and it's as anybody has been as open as Joey has in in some interviews as well, you've, you know, I mean, he's come out and said, you know, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not friends like their friends, and refer, referring to them, yeah, you know, it's like, but I do, wow. but I, I think that that's how it always was, though, because yeah, it, because yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know if yeah. you if you watch like the like the one of the home videos where they're on tour, every time you see the other members of Anthrax, Joey's not there. Every time you see Joey. The other members of Anthrax aren't there. But, but Joey was shipped in, wasn't he? I mean, that's basic. You know, Joey was shipped in to be the singer in Anthrax. The rest yeah. of them were already there. Yeah. Um, and he's a little bit older as well, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. 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 Speaking of speaking, um, maybe he still he still, still sounds fucking fantastic though. He sounds incredible. He sounds yeah. absolutely incredible. He really does. Um, you are right though. So, I would prefer I prefer them to not do any John Bush era songs. I don't. 
I, I don't care to hear that unless John Bush is singing those songs. But yeah. I feel I feel exactly the same way. I don't want John John Joey sings John Bush songs better than John Bush sings Joey songs. And oh, so yeah. um yeah. so I I always that's the thing that always bummed me out from the John Bush era is that they had to start every fucking show with Cotton and Mosh and just like don't make John do that. Start off with High Pro Glow or something like you know something just like you got all these fucking killer songs with John and you're still Making him do antisocial and making him do got the time, making and I'm just us like, do antisocial. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but now I feel the other way around, where I'm like, you know, they can do all these songs as much as they want. I just I I don't. It doesn't. I love Sound of White Noise. It's in my top three Anthrax albums. But I don't want to hear Joey singing any songs off that album. I just yeah. And the th- the funny thing is, whenever it's mentioned, like whenever anything's mentioned, like Scott Ian's going, oh, that'd be pretty cool. And John Bush is going, yeah, yeah, that I like the sound. Of that. Joe Belladonna's like, yeah, well, that'll never happen. <laughs> yeah. And you and, and right there, you're like, no, it won't, will it, Joey? Because yeah. you're not interested. But yeah. I mean, but at, at this point, it's the same sort of thing where they've got the last time I saw Anthrax, which was several years ago, they were they had just put out For All Kings. And when I saw them live, they played two songs. From for all kings, I'm like, I'm like yeah. motherfuckers. I came here because I like this new album. Play at least four, maybe five songs off the new album. But I feel, yeah. I feel like that I, that I'm in the minority because I think a lot of people go to concerts to hear the hits, and that's it. Now you see, for me, that is where you you do your set list for fans of your band, right? Mm-hmm. And and casuals who want to hear the hits, well. That's what they get to hear at festivals. Yes, that's you know, a festival set list and a tour set list should be completely different. That's why I was a bit peeved with Judas Priest when they headlined um, um, Bloodstock. I so wanted to say Blabbermouth for some reason, um, but they headlined Bloodstock and and yeah. it, and it was and it was a tour set. It was loads of deep cuts, and by the time they played something I recognised, I was halfway back to the uh, I was halfway back to the campsite. I was like, oh, I know this one. Oh fuck it! It's Turbo Lover. Do you, oh, they play Turbo Lover. So yeah. okay, so here's an interesting thing that's happened. Yeah, so it's like, please, so mate, don't. The, here's an interesting thing that happened in 2022. So I famously have never been a Judas Priest fan. Just yeah. never, never gotten into them. Um, I, I, it may have, it may have, it may be going on two years ago that on Cranked and Ranked we we ranked the Judas Priest album. So I got my first time going in and listening to everything all the way through. Even then I was like, some of it's good. Some of it I'm not really into, but over the past several months, I have now become a fan of Judas Priest, but only the eighties Judas Priest. So everything, Uh. everything up to ram it down. I fuck, I'm all about that, means that nothing, shit now. That, 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 that means nothing to me, mate. I, I've literally, I've owned one oh. Judas Priest album in my entire life, and that was British oh. Steel. Okay, well, this is post, British Steel's the beginning of the 80s, but they got way, way more 80s. And, the, you know, Turbo Lover is a good example of that. But they, they, they didn't do a whole lot of songs like that. But there's, there's a whole lot of, like, 80s hard rock kind of stuff. And yeah. for some reason that just like that ticks a box for me now. And now, so now like 
whenever I like, I see a they, I, I see like it's a, a, a guilty, it's a guilty pleasure. You you don't know why you feel like this. It's not you? even guilty though. Like I'm absolutely fine with going up to somebody and being like, look, I want to see Judas Priest only do '80s songs. I don't want to hear Painkiller. Fuck that. I mean, great song, but I don't. I'm not interested in yeah in hearing it. That'll be um, that'll be an interesting request in the brothel. Yeah. <laughs> um, Look, so, I'm just after Judas Priest in the 80s. Speaking speaking of that, I just now I just now realized this, and you'll be fascinated, well, or interested anyway. Um, so if this comes out on Monday, Monday, the whatever date it is in December, on my channel, it will be Acid Rain Week on no! the old head channel. Because <laughs> because we are doing cranked and ranked acid rain. Fucking um, hell. Yeah. Oh, well, and it, and this wasn't what, even mate. this wasn't even my suggestion. It was Eddie's suggestion. Well, to do, rank. well, do you know what? Well, do you know what we should do? What? Definitely make sure he doesn't hear this. <laughs> you, you do? Do you two zoom? Yeah. You got You got to send me the link. You got to put me in a fucking waiting room. Don't tell him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'll and I'll just I'll come crashing in. Okay. Yeah, I'll do I'll do I'll do that. Just pick some random time and come in. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. No, that, that I'm I will absolutely do that. He he'll he'll be he'll be uh chuffed as they say that that happens. Oh, that would be funny. That would be so yeah. funny. So it'll be Brilliant. it'll be it, it'll be interesting. So we we've actually been talking about getting you on the show at some point, but I'm like, well, we have to come up with like something that he would be interested in ranking. <laughs> like, you know, we or we would have a good time talking about. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm always I'm always up for anything, man. You know, you yeah. know me. I'm you know me. I'm I'm the answer's always yes until it's no. Well, then you'll no. be getting you'll be getting a link, and hopefully Eddie doesn't watch this, so it'll be a surprise. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, uh, no, actually, no. This is going to come out the day after we do it because we do them on Sundays. So right, okay. If I'm around, if I'm I'll around, still, I will come in. Either way, I'll send you a link just in case. Brilliant. Okay, yeah, he cool. also he'll have he'll have no clue. So for those of you who are watching this, it may have happened. It may have not happened. Who knows? Yes. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, brilliant. I, I said rain week. Well, look, I wish you told me before. We'll we'll have to do some we'll have to do some plugging um, on our socials and all the rest of it. Okay. And um, you know, get get people over there. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Well, look, knock up some visuals, and I'll get it out there. Okay, sweet. Cool. Well, I feel um, I feel like I feel like we've reached the end here. It felt, it felt oh, like absolutely. A, oh no, it felt like doubt. a nice a nice wrap up. Oh yeah, this is this is this is the closing, isn't it? It's like it, it it's 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 a given. It's like just that little bit of like plotting to freak Eddie out. It's like <laughs> just that's that seems like the right way to finish because we're not going to top that, are we? No, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Um, well, look, so that I, was 2022. Look, Woo! That was 2022, and I <laughs> I want to thank you, not you, the listener, although thank you, but I want to thank you, you, as in you, um, old head Steve Nyby, because I really enjoy doing this. Um, yeah, and um, it's been it's been you know you're always super easy to deal with, um, and you know you put up with my I can do it no I can't I can do it no I can't bullshit um, and. Yeah, it's uh, clearly people who are listening like it. They're always uh, and and they're some of the most popular episodes I have. So you know, thank well, you. It, it, yeah, no, thank you for for doing this with me. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, 
And, uh, and yeah, and you're not, you're, you think you're, you think you're difficult, but you're uh, there. Are, trust me, I've dealt with some difficult people. You're a, you're a walk in the park in comparison. I, I, to, to be, to be fair. I am a bit of a walk in the park. I, 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 no, I, no, no, I do, I do know that. I do know that. I have been told that. But that's because it's like, if, if, if people need me to do something or want me to do something or be involved with something, my goal is for it to be the after when they look back on it, go, a that that was great, and b mm. that was easy. Yeah, yeah. Just it, it's just. Your main goal in life is just be that person that makes other people's lives easier. And I spent 20 years of my life working in sales, believe it or not. And um, and I always used to say that to, 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 to staff and everyone, just, just be that person that's going to make somebody else's life easier. Yeah. You know, and be that, be that. And if you can do that, then world's your oyster because you can, you can turn your hand to anything. I can't, but you know, <laughs> I mean, turns I, out. I, I guess that would be the that would be something I would like on my tombstone. You know, here lies old head. He was very easy to work with. That was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually, I actually had what I was going to have written on my tombstone. I can't remember what it was. It was ah, oh, that is really annoying. <laughs> here lies Howard H. Smith, and why not? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember having somebody. I remember a, a comedian friend of mine said that he was going to have inscribed in his grave, but he was going to have it done in a really small font, like you know, point eleven or something, like mm -hmm. on a computer screen. And you have to get right up to the headstone to read it, and you have to get right up to it, and then you can make it out. And it just says, "Get off my fucking grave." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Yeah, more people like need that. to do that. We need more humor from the grave is what we need. Yeah, sure. Well, there we go. That's a really uplifting end to the show. Woo! Happy Christmas to everybody listening. If Christmas isn't your thing, it's neither, happy holidays. It's neither old heads nor mine. It's like no. happy holidays. Exactly. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you and all again next year. There ain't nothing more depressing than a pine tree gussied up with candy canes and balls. Those carolers have kept me up for hours. It's Merry Christmas seeping through my walls. No, I'm no Wiccan commie nut or nothing, but there's one damn holiday that I can't stand. It ain't Halloween or Thanksgiving or even April Fools, but it'll surely make a fool out of every man. Ha! If I ain't drunk, then it ain't Christmas. You know where to stick those jingle bells. If I ain't hammered, it ain't Hanukkah. And all you motherfuckers go to hell. If I ain't cockeyed, it ain't Kwanzaa. Joy to the world, Jack and Coops. If I ain't drunk, then it ain't Christmas. Cause I ain't never anything but broke. Now every year the malls are just a madhouse Full of empty pockets, thoughts, and smiles Just the smell of eggnog makes me vomit And those colored lights are fucking infantile I think we collectively as a people 
should rise against this corporate jolly noise And tell the world let's buy some peace and quiet for a change Before we spend it all on fucking toys ha! So if I ain't drunk that it ain't Christmas You know where to stick those jingle bells If I ain't hammered it ain't honker la 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 go fuck yourself if I ain't got it ain't Kwanzaa Joy to the world of getting stoked If I ain't drunk then it ain't Christmas So leave this goddamn screws the fuck alone ha!